0: Welcome to the latest episode of Don't Work with Tossers the podcast. That will help you rid yourself of tosses through the lessons of life and business tips that we will give to improve your work-life blend and today I welcome Mike Edwards or if you're on LinkedIn, he's Michael Edwards um, of the Northern Affinity, founder of the Northern Affinity um, who I have had the great pleasure of getting to know over the last 18 months. Um, I am an absolute fan of the business model of the Northern Affinity so I decided to invite Mike to be my guest today for this episode entitled how to avoid Tossers in business support and in my experience and I am saying this I'm not even looking at Mike while I say it in my experience there are an awful lot of tosses in business support. Mike how are you?
1: It's so an interesting introduction. Um, <laughs> thank you, yeah. Um, yeah, I will not disagree with you on that one, by the way. But uh, yeah, all so, oh, good. Thank you for inviting me. Looking forward to it.
0: No, it's a pleasure. I tagged somebody yesterday, a guy called Andy Jack in a post um, but the post started um, don't work with tossers and he put a comment underneath that's quite nerve wracking when you're tagged <laughs> in a post that says don't work with tossers you are definitely not one of the people that fall in my tosser category
1: well that's a relief yeah because um, I
0: can assure you you wouldn't be sat in that chair yeah i kind g- of g- guessed
1: that I'd be <laughs> honest
0: so tell us a little bit about yourself what brought you to founding the Northern Affinity what did you do before and, and how long have you been going with the Northern Affinity
1: so my background kind of career wise is financial services actually. So very different to what I'm doing doing now. And i kind of pretty much on my career from leaving university nearly 20 years ago now, which makes me feel very old, was in that kind of world. Um and then well, about seven years ago now, I basically decided I want to give it a crack at setting my own business up. Um number of reasons, number of life events, um mainly to give myself a bit of flexibility around, at the time, a very young son. Um, I was in a role where I was leaving on the morning when he was waking up and I was getting home as we were going to bed. And I was very much of with the idea that that's, that's not for me. I don't want that. I want, to, I want to experience something different. So the stars aligned and lucky enough to set up my own business. Now, I did probably what most people do and set their own business up in, some, in the area they know. So that's why I started in financial services. Um, Did that for for a couple of years. Um, But long story short, woke up one day, and I'd been struggling for motivation for a little while, if if I'm being honest, and I had a bit of a light bulb moment, a bit like a cartoon, you know, it pops above your head. It was like, I don't like financial services, (laughs) so why am I doing this? Um, So what I I thought, well, what do I do now? I I didn't really have an idea, but something had been bubbling around my head probably for six to 12 months at the time, which should be my experience when I've been out there going business networking, I found I was going to things, and quite frankly, I wasn't enjoying it. Some use, some not, but I just I didn't like the environments. I thought it was quite archaic, some of it, um, and it and it worked for some people, but it didn't work for me. Um, so I was kind of of the opinion: well, there must be other people who are a bit like me, which is a scary thought in a way, but there must be some. Um, and I kind of almost formulated ideas based on that, and I wanted to create something where it's obviously very much within the theme of of the podcast is good people come together because I I'm actually a belief that believer sorry that your skills your experience your knowledge are, are important but they're not the most important thing when it comes to connecting for, for business mm. purposes it's just individual you just people you individuals and I think. I think so. too much about people being businesses sometimes, yeah. and it's people. So that's kind of, in the long and short, how I got to the Northern Affinity just over four years ago. Um, it's evolved so much in four years. We set up in September 2019, so um, there's a little event that happened about six months after I started that kind of forced us to evolve a little bit. Um, but as you do in the early days of a business, you learn so many things. You realise things that works that don't. Um, and we've been doing it during a period where I think it's one of the biggest changes in people's behaviours and work in world so we've kind of probably helped us a little way that we've been really early stage business because it was easy to change and be flexible whereas some people maybe been doing similar things to us for many years it's probably a little bit more difficult so in a way that no one wanted the circumstances that we encountered in March 2020 but probably didn't work out too bad for us because it allowed us to kind of keep being flexible because we were in a position that was okay to do so.
0: Yeah, and I think a lot of the people that are your members are the freelance, micro, extremely small businesses that have the ability to um, pivot. They, they They have to often pivot very quickly to stay, you know, afloat um, one of our guests um, talked about you know how she lost all my, her business I, I did with one of my businesses as well and, but I think the one thing with the where you work at Northern Affinity and the camaraderie and the, um, the type of members that you've got they're very very supportive
1: 100% it's I think they understand that when, we, when we're trying to do something if it doesn't work they don't see that as a negative thing I think, you know, they they kind of come along from the ride and, they, you know, one of the kind of a common business practices is not it? ask for feedback from your customers. I've never had to ask because I get it <laughs> from people all the time because obviously the nature of what I'm doing as well, I'm, I'm meeting them regularly, seeing them, whether it's obviously yeah. online for a, for, a, for a period of time, but in person you just have conversations and the feedback is kind of constant. We don't need to send out an email with a link to a, um survey to really because this we get so much anecdotal feedback and I think it's because of the nature of the people in the group because that's probably they you know they think probably similar to what I would and other people so it's great to be honest having a community like that. Um it means you've got all got ideas flowing all the time, which can be hard work as well. Yeah. Sometimes you just want to kind of run with what you've got for a period of time but um I wouldn't change that for the world.
0: No, I think for me I've I mean I have been in business for thirty five years. Um I'm third generation self employed. Um I bought my first business with my mum at the age of twenty one. Um and I never really went had any formal business support. Um I mean there was Business Link back in the day, I didn't have any business link support. Um and neither had my parents you obviously had the banks at the time when you went to them for an overdraft or whatever and you got an element of spot from a bank manager that you could actually talk to in a branch gosh who knew they were a thing so um maybe i'm showing my age because you don't get any of those anymore but
1: i mentioned my early life as a business bank manager for example in my what 10 years or so ago now for a few years we actually were but we were the very end of that happening that was being cut back as i was there so yeah it's it's not really something that's there anymore
0: no and i think they were the people that offered the business support and yes i went for that and but i've always been the type of person i've hated networking (laughs) but i'm all about as you well know i'm all about bringing people together and um recommending people but but the irony is now that I'm in the business support world. That's what I do. I support business owners and but what I do know is that there are so many networking organisations and and I'm not gonna name them because as I keep saying, I have to think about the legal aspect of this. <laughs> uh, <coughs> I just can't afford the, the fees. <laughs> um but um the business the business networking, the business support it is for me it's notoriously um synonymous with tosses I mean there are a lot of um there are a lot of sectors that have it, but there are a lot of people that think they can give you support because Um, But then they've maybe never, ever run a business. I remember delivering some work for, um, and that was Business Link, so it must be quite a long time ago, and a guy in there who had never, ever, ever worked for himself, he worked for Business Link, and he was sat in a workshop that I was delivering, and he said, well, I could also give you some business advice. And I turned to him and I said, no, you couldn't, because you've never, ever run a business. And unless you've been there and done it and understand the different... Highs and lows of the roller coaster of running it. You can't, you can't understand what somebody is going through. And I always say to people that I'm working with, I know that. And we talked about this in the beginning, with with in the very first episode with Naomi, Timperley about the, um, being more Marmite than magnolia, and one person's tosser is another person's lover, and but the the thing for me is. I always say to people, have a conversation with the person that you're going to work with or go along to that networking group first and feel a synergy, feel the vibe, feel the, you know, that make sure there's a connection because if there isn't, they're not the right, it's not the right group for you, They're not. The, it's not the right person for you.
1: It's interesting when you say that. So people might be surprised oh, I hate networking. And when I say that, I'm, I'm kind of, it's not, it's not really true because I think I hate some of the more traditional network environments. Mm. I, I don't like those almost alpha male type of environments who can shout the loudest, who can get the most business cards out there. Like I don't, for example, I will not go to events that evenings in bars because I think that... Not everyone goes to them, obviously, but the the... Those environments, the only way you can kind of be seen by more people is to be that person. And it might I actually believe in a lot of cases, having seen those environments and seen people in those environments and then seen them just on a one-to-one level, they're almost acting a character. It's like they have to be something in that environment. And, and that kind of takes me back to always what's been important for me in Northern Affinity is creating an environment, I guess, where people just can be themselves and they don't have to be shouting the loudest to get attention. They don't have to it doesn't create an environment which is about how can I sell to you. Yeah. That that's not what people are going in there thinking because I think it it creates tosses. And I think in a lot of cases people aren't. They're probably not. They just feel like they have to. I think, you know having worked in certain industries and especially financial services, it's one of those where there's a certain persona that you kind of have to have in certain environments. And, you know, when I was younger, I probably was guilty of trying to be within that environment and be that person. So, and, and now I look at it and like, why? Why? Just, I don't think there's anything better than being yourself because the, the problem with playing a character or playing a role almost in that is the authenticity issue is you maybe can get away with it for a short while, but people will figure it out pretty quickly if that's not you um so kind of in a way I think probably be if you are a tosser and act like a tosser it's probably better than someone who's acting like a tosser who's actually not because uh, at least it's authentic and again for me that that that's been so important for an environment that people can be themselves because I think you know use the word networking and we talked before this and I said we don't really refer to networking in what we do and it's not because we don't do networking in Northern Affinity. we definitely, definitely do. But so many people have a connotation about it. Um and not everybody in, in our community, but I think if you spoke to most of them, if you said the word networking to them, cold shivers, gonna the the reason in the Northern Affinity is because other environments just don't they just don't feel comfortable in it. And I would admit I don't. I don't. Um
0: I think they thing for me and i am a huge advocate of northern affinity and what the one thing that i love about what you do is actually the fact that you have co-working days you don't have networking events i know you do have social events and i know you do you know you have you have the business partners but you don't refer to them i mean i probably call them members of northern <laughs> affinity but they're not their partners. Yep. Um, which I also really love. But I I love the fact it's a co-working day. And I, though I've done... I absolutely love what you do. Huge advocate, as you well know, because I'm always telling people about it. But I've only been to one co-working day, ironically, and we are doing one um, shortly together. But I've only been to one. And... Um, but what I really enjoyed was that there were people sat working there was a brief opportunity at the beginning to introduce yourself and nobody was forcing who they were on you um and they then you went off and you sat at your desk and you did some work or or some people went and chatted to each other or what and it's it's that actual it's allowing you to be authentic and i mean My thing now and and this isn't this isn't a blase thing, but this is actually about the fact that I know what I want to do with my work. Some might say to me, Oh well it's all right for you, you've been in business for years, but actually over the last two or three years I have been on having thirty-five years in business and for the last three years I've probably been on the biggest roller coaster that Hmm. I've ever been on, as we all have it doesn't stop you just because you've been in business all those years or you are you you rebranding as I have recently to to something that's still got the same work I do behind it but it's just got a different title at the front and I think for me it's allowing yourself to be authentic not forcing because as you say that That is so important so you don't come across a tosser. And I do understand that when you're first starting out in business, that's hard because you feel as though um, you've got to go and sell, sell, sell yourself. And I I was having this conversation with a lady yesterday, who I happened to mention, um, the Northern Affinity to, and I was having this conversation with her and I was saying, no, pick your niche. Be genuine about what you're doing. Don't try and oversell yourself because you're at a risk of coming across as a tosser. And she w- really certainly wasn't.
1: Yeah. I think knowing who you are is so important. It? But the reality is you might not know that straight away in business. It's okay to get that wrong a little bit. Mm. And, it, and I look back now on the four years or so of Northern Affinity and, and I think the biggest thing that's we've improved on is knowing who we are, as in knowing what the Northern affinity is. and and Because probably at the start, I didn't quite know that yet when we first started, and that attracted a wide variety of people. Um, But I also also think, well, I don't see that as a mistake or a problem, because I had to figure it out. You can't just, I don't think you can just say, this is who I am or this is what we are, until you almost go out there and give it a go. Mm. And that... It's amazing how if you can get your messaging right, understanding who you well, understanding who you are first, then get that message across, you attract the people that you want to attract. I think it's the thing I've learned more than anything else probably over the last four years is that how important the things you say about yourself are to attract people you don't define as tossers. As you kind of touched upon earlier. one person thinks that's also different to someone else and that that's absolutely fine but you want to work with the people you want to work with and i think once you figure that out and can get that message across it changes it massively straight
0: away i think i mean i talk about building your crowd wisely as part of the work life blend program um and i talk about my crowd, not my network because the people i have in my crowd those that from you, support you, promote you it is important and it is about getting the the right vibe to yep. build your right tribe and all of the, the and actually it's it's key and I think the other thing that's important as well is for us to remember that there are lots of people out there for all, for all of us, there are lots of people there are some people that really won't want to do you know, won't want to listen to this podcast Um won't want to be involved with the type of of co-working networking mm-hmm. that you do because it's not their thing. Yep. They and that's absolutely fine. Um you know, there are people who don't like you. There are people who don't like me. Fine, move on. You know, there are plenty of other people in the world to go off and and get along with and and but as you say, I think the important thing is that you um is that you understand who you want to be in your crowd.
1: Yeah, and I think this is, I think it, it's not just business, I think this is in life general, isn't yeah. it? Again, if you know yourself, that you, you use the, the word, uh, like a slightly different change of word rather than using the word network. There. Mm. It, one of the biggest things that I've, we've done in the other community that's changed things is referring to the people as a community rather than a group. It's essentially the same word, really. It's virtually the same, but it, that, I actually resisted using the word community. I, I really hated it when I first started. I didn't want to use it for what we have. And then I realised all the people who are in the Northern Affinity, the people, especially the ones that maybe been with us from the start, really know it, referred to us as a community, even though we didn't. It kept always happening. People were referring to it. So I was like, actually, it is a community. And that made me realise what we are and i think since that has happened it's enabled to attract more of the right people so i get i think this idea of yeah again working with the right people is probably a really nice way of saying it um <laughs> is, is so important know yourself first like i said I, I can't emphasize that enough for me that's been such a massive thing and then saying the right things um i probably during this discussion will use the word community a lot I'm sick of saying the word community (laughs) quite frankly, Um, I'm sick of saying the word collaboration, I'm sick of saying the word partner Um, but there's a kind of really key words and descriptions of what we are and who I want to attract and who much more importantly the people who are already in our community want to attract.
0: I think the Beauty as well about the way the Northern Affinity works, and uh, I mean other other groups like the Northern Affinity are available. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, but you're my guest, and <laughs> we'd love to hear from others in different parts. I mean, apparently there is a world below Derby, Derbyshire. That um, might be going
1: to Lincolnshire, oh, so maybe.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, there's a there's a world down south, um, that's not northern. And um, they talk proper funny down there.
1: <laughs> and
0: um, yeah, there's. Uh, but I think the the beautiful thing for me with the Northern Affinity and other similar groups is that you do different things as well. You have your co-working days, you have your wellness walks that Aunt leads on. You have, um, there's different opportunities to do different to do different things in different ways. And I think that's that's really important because obviously, as you well know, I'm big into work-life blend. So yep. it's not just about the working, it's about the the things you do with your life and how you bring it all together because as business owners, that's what we do. We don't balance it because it's nigh on impossible. Um, we blend it. And I think the fact that you bring all that blend to the table for people to pick and choose what they want. Well,
1: you kind of describe there what I see my quite frankly my job as? Um, I I think it's not my position to tell anybody in the northern city what to do and where to what to go to, what events they need to commit to. My job is to say here are here are these opportunities, mm-hmm. and you choose when it's the right time for you. One month we might see you five times, six times in the month. The next month we might not see you at all. Um, And I think that has kind of attracted a certain type of person as well, that we're not forcing them to do... There's no minimum requirements as such. There's no right or wrong way to be part of the Northern Affinity, really. It is what you, you as the person within it want to make of it. Some people will pretty much only do the stuff we do online. Some people will only do what we do in person. Some people will do a mix of everything, and that's fine. And I think that, that choice for people matters. You know, we are recording this, what, in mid-early September. We've just come off big, long school holidays. A lot of people we've barely seen for eight weeks or so, but that's all right. You know, they've got commitments, they've got things that they're doing in their lives, school holidays that have taken up time, plus trying to run a business. They're less likely to come to stuff, but that's okay. We don't, we also create things which means they don't miss out. So, having you, an online platform, for example, you know, just like any form of type of social media, it's essentially on demand, isn't it? Like yeah. It's not, you don't have to be present at a place or on something at a certain time because we always can't commit to that. Yeah. Um, so, it's giving people the opportunity to pick and choose what works for them, I think, is really, really important. And I think, again, that attracts. I believe is the right people.
0: Yeah, and there are there are lots of ways to get business support without um, having to present yourself in front of those people who you consider to to be tossers. Mike, (laughs) thank you so much for being my guest today. Oh,
1: you're Um, welcome. It's been an
0: absolute pleasure. And um, yeah, you can find out more about Mike and the Northern Affinity on LinkedIn, on uh, Facebook, on Instagram.
1: Uh, yeah, and Twitter, Tube, YouTube, Twitter, po- we've got a podcast.
0: Just Google the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you, Mike.
1: Thank you, Tina. Thank you. <laughs>